Okay, everybody, welcome to another edition of Unstoppable REI. I'm here with my friend, Don Thornton. And uh, Don has some very interesting asset protection and, um, and tax saving strategies to share with you. Um, and you also uh, are an investor too, right, Don? Yeah, 20 year okay. short sale investor. Uh, there, okay, so this is, okay, this guy's got everything. So, so, um, so Don, let's just get going, man. Tell me, tell me um, a little bit about kind of how you got started, what you do. Um, you know, just your story. Uh, story is pretty simple. Okay. Like most everybody else who has dreams of becoming a real estate investor. I got fired by corporate America. I vowed that I would never work for anyone again the rest of my life. Okay. I looked at different options and I thought real estate investing was the best one out there. And it, I was right. It just took two years to do so. But <laughs> right, right. Uh, eventually I broke through. I decided that I was going to specialize in short sales. Uh, down here in Florida, there's so many VA and FHA loans out there that it was just a natural fit. And I discovered that I had a knack for it. And so okay. 20 years later, I'm still, I'm, I, I mean, modestly consider myself the best short sale investor in the country. Nice. I've done at least 2,500 flips, if not more. I mean, I lost track, frankly. Wow. I've done a lot. Okay. That's a lot. So, uh, so tell me, tell me where, where the, the asset protection stuff comes in play. Well, you know, it was, it was a very humbling experience about a year and a half ago when I realized that I was doing everything wrong. Okay. And, you know, it's, I think that when, at least for, in my case, when I was, when I broke through and I throw, I broke through big, I went from eating hot dogs, you know, from 7-Eleven on my gas cards to, to, to tie me over between uh, money coming in to making almost a million dollars in 2004. Wow. It was just like, boom, I was just, you know, was just, and, it, and I kept at it. I mean, I, I just got better after that. Okay. And, you know, when you're making a lot of money, you don't pay attention too much about, you know, whatever you were doing before to make money, you just kept doing it. Sure. And I realized that I was just leaking tax money. Mm. And I was, I was getting so tied down with all the accounting as well, because I was doing land trust LLCs and I was doing all this convoluted stuff that everybody tells you you have to do. That's which right. I, honestly, I think not to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but there's got to be a there's got to be a, a you know a movement out there between lawyers and, and and accountants to try to get you to do all that stuff. I agree. And uh, I luckily I had uh, a trusted friend and advisor that said, "Look, you're doing it wrong." And he showed me. He sat me down. Uh, actually, it was on a Thanksgiving, and we spent uh, almost five hours after we were eating, and he was just explaining everything. I realized, oh my gosh, it's all wrong. Wow. 100% all wrong. I should have been doing, I don't know how much money I could have saved, but you know, it is what it is. Right. So then sure. I said, I said, let me try it. So I, like I normally do, I just dove in feet first and said, let's do yeah. it, follow the system. And I was very happy uh, last month, you know, in April when my, my accountant said, you got no taxes, you know, you're, you, you don't owe anything. No taxes, no taxes at all. It was just like, damn. I couldn't, it was like, wow. And okay. so it was, it was about that time when, uh, you know, my mentor, you know, said, look, you know, why don't you, why don't you, you know, get out there and tell people. And I said, yes, I agree. And it was a nice, I mean, it's a synergy situation because I get to share my experience. And, yeah. and at the same time, I can promote the fact that if anyone out there is looking, you know, who comes up against, comes up against a upside down house, yeah, they need a short sale. I would gladly partner with anybody who needs that. And obviously 
Uh, I'm looking to, you know, if anybody wants to come on and, and do what I've done, I've, I'll go, I have a webinar, I go through and explain everything, we do financial mapping, and okay. if someone wants to do the same thing, they, by, by all means, they can use my services for that as well. Nice. So, so tell me, what do you, what do you like best about, about this and what you're offering here? What do you like best about what you do? I like the fact that it's, I feel like it's revenge for the, for the, <laughs> against the, against the uber rich. Okay. One. All right. I mean, it was, it was shaming for, I pride myself on being a historian. I, okay. I my, one of my biggest uh, hobbies is reading about history. Okay. And uh, it was very humbling to know that I missed it completely. And a lot of people did that the uber rich, the Rockefellers, JP Morgans, they've been using this stuff since the late 1800s. Wow. In fact, the Rockefellers, they formed their first beneficial trust in 1914. And it's still going on. I That's mean, crazy. Four generations later, 335 uh, family members, one trust, everything runs through the trust, which is what yeah. I do with my, with my business now. Yeah. Uh, I don't do any land trust or LLCs. I don't have to because one trust, one EIN number, one tax return. I don't have to worry about capital gains. I don't have to worry about 1031 exchanges. And I get 100% lawsuit proof asset protection as a bonus i mean right. I, I was in on the tax stuff sure when i heard when i heard that that uh you know it was it was impossible to penetrate the trust and that you cannot put a lien against it or or, or an encumbrance it was like that was just that's just like you know waking up on your honeymoon to your beautiful wife and, and realize she, she cooks well too you know like, <laughs> that's a bonus yes. so okay so you're 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 speaking some strong language here uh you, okay i heard you use the word impossible i also heard you say uh, that this might might not require you to, to do 1031 exchanges. Um, oh, it doesn't. Okay. So, all right. So can you talk a little bit more about, about that piece? I mean. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And those of you who want to come on my webinar, I go through it all in great detail and I'll, you'll get information about that when we're finished. But yes, absolutely. In, in a nutshell, the nutshell, there is the, the, the beneficial trust that, that we set up, what was set up for me and we set up for our clients has tax and asset protection um, capabilities that most trusts don't have. Number okay. one, it is a spend, it's called a spend thrift trust, okay. spend thrift provision, which means that it's based on contract law, not uh, legislative law, okay? So this has been taken to the Supreme Court so many times over 100 plus years and every single time the Supreme Court has ruled that it is contract law and it is unviable. So wow. if you have your assets in this, in this trust, it cannot be penetrated. The only way it can be penetrated is with fraud. Now, hopefully okay. you're not doing right, exactly. bad yeah. things, yeah. but if you, as long as you're paying the law, yeah. they, they, they cannot attach any judgments or any uh, things. And, and the nice thing is, like I said, in my case, because I'm a short sale investor and right. you may not have known this by, uh, yet, but there's a huge, crazy market going on out there <laughs> and buyers are desperate. Yeah. And so many times that they just, they drop, they, they, they pull, uh, they, they drop the, uh, a third of a lawsuit, uh, mm -hmm. you know, a drop of a hat. Oh, sure. house went to foreclosure. We're suing. That's you know? right. Sure. Bank won't, bank won't extend the, uh, the, your short sale agreement. We're suing. And, I had, you know, last year I had three instances where someone was very interested and in, they were saying we're going to sue. Yeah. And I just said the magic words, well, tell your attorney, uh, you know, to that this is a, this, all this, this property is in a spendthrift trust 
and he's welcome to try. Wow. And that stopped it. Nobody shut it down. Shut it down. hundred percent. Crazy. My, my company no longer has any assets. Okay. I personally no longer have any assets. You know, the thing is, Rufus, is that people over overestimate or overvalue ownership. Control Please. is more important. Control when you don't have any vulnerability yeah. is the best. So you think that that's, I mean, so, so why is it so important to real estate investors? I mean, is it the asset protectionist the, or the tax savings combination of both? I mean, what, why is it so important? Like I said, I would have done it for the tax savings alone. Okay. Uh, but what I like about it is the fact that, uh, you know, the, the tax savings and such like, well, let's look at capital gains. Any buy okay. and hold investor yeah. eventually is going to sell their property. Right. You told them over a year. At some point in time, you're going to say, "I want to, I want to sell a property." And so, what do they do? They go after that that hunt for for a, a similar business, or excuse me, a similar property. Right. Sure. Try to match up as best you can, and it's just a matter of simplification. It's like you don't have to do that because any any property that's sold that's in this beneficial trust, you can defer all capital gains in perpetuity. Okay, so that's... you never pay the capital gains ever. Okay. You never pay any passive income. So again, buy and hold investors. You're getting paid monthly on your rents. That's passive income. Flows to the trust. There's no, there's no, all taxes on the passive income is deferred. That's crazy. So, you know what, can you just, I mean, I obviously had the privilege of meeting with you before you kind of walked through the yes. scenario. Could you walk through a little bit of the scenario uh, as to, yeah, so that people can really, because I mean, you're throwing a lot of terms, uh, you know, some people get it, some people don't, but sometimes, you know, it's just easier to, to see it in a kind of a- uh, Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. okay, very, go ahead. I'll just, I'll put in the context of what I've done. Yes, okay? please, there. Sounds I'm just good. an investor, you know, I'm successful, but I'm not, you know, I'm not on stage or anything. I'm not, I'm not a guru. Yeah. You know, just, I've, I've been, I kept my head down for 20 years and just made my money. Yeah. So what I did was I took my, I sold my personal and my business assets to a trust that was formed with me as a trustee and me as a beneficiary. Okay. The trust in return gave me a demand note for the value of the assets. Okay. So uh, the assets, the business, and, and, the, and my personal is based on, uh, you know, fair market value minus depreciation. Okay. That established a value. Now I can pull against that demand note anytime I want if I need cash. Gotcha. But I found that I hardly ever need any cash. Hardly okay. ever. Got you know? it. So, so now I'm trustee of the trust. This new trust has all of my business assets, but because of the tax advantages, if you don't want to have any taxable events that happen through the beneficial trust. Okay. But you've got to make money, right? So I, right. Because I formed another trust. This is called the business trust. Okay. And so that trust is the one that I'm also a trustee, by the way, also the beneficiary. And so I, I manage my business through the beneficial, excuse me, through the business trust. But because the business trust does not have the assets, my beneficial trust leases those assets to the business trust to allow it to use the assets to make money, right? Right, okay. sure. So, so throughout the year, buy properties, sell properties, flip properties, pay salary, sure. pay expenses, all that thing. So let's say at the end of the year, uh, I had for me it would be a bad year, but let's say I made uh, $1.5 million, okay? Okay. So uh, after I, you go through your normal accounting, you pay your expenses, you take your deductions and so forth. And let's say that at the end of the year, uh, I had $1 million in net income. Okay. Right? 
So the IRS allows the beneficial trust to receive 70% of the uh, business trust net income as okay. a lease payment. Okay. Gotcha. So $700,000 now goes back over to the beneficial trust as a lease payment, which by the way is considered passive income, which means it's not taxable. Nice. Okay. okay. Yeah. So now I've dropped down the net income from $1 million to $300,000, but there's, but wait, there's more. <laughs> the, my beneficial trust is a 90% limited partner in the business trust, which means that they're of the remaining $300,000 of the net income, 90% of that is going to go back over to the beneficial trust as a K1 distribution. Wow. Okay. Which means now $270,000 is going back over to the business trust, excuse me, the beneficial trust, which only leaves $30,000 in the business trust. And that's where we calculate the tax liability. So you had a million dollars uh, uh, net yes. that, okay, that you would have been paying, well, that everybody else would have been paying taxes on, yes. but because of your, your strategies here, yes. you, 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 you got cut that way down to only $30,000 that you're going to be paying taxes on. No, yeah. You calculate the tax, your tax liability from 30,000. Oh, that's where you start. That's where you start. Yes. That's not the, okay. Wow. That's even better than what I thought it was. Yes, okay. Yes. <laughs> so now, now, so, so let me see if I understand you correctly. So now you start using your deductions. No, you, your, you use your deductions to get from 1.5 million to 1 million. Got it. I see. All right. All right. Okay. You already established your net income. And so got then you start, you start sending the lease agreement, the payment for lease agreement for the assets over to the beneficial trust. And then the K1 distribution, which was your 90% yeah. partnership agreement with the, with the business trust that goes over, that's $270,000, leaving only $30,000, which is what you start calculating what you owe the IRS. That's crazy. So what would you estimate is the percentage of real estate investors out there that know about this? Maybe 0. 0.0002. <laughs> that is crazy. I that's didn't know crazy. about it. And I, th I thought that I was pretty pretty uh, up on, on this stuff. And my accountant for 20 years never told me about it. I never had, I've got friends that are in this, never heard about it. Well, you, you know? said that the Spendthrift uh, Trust right. has been around yeah. since the 1800s, right? Well, you know what? I, I can only come to the conclusion that uh, they didn't want, they didn't want this out there uh, to, to the masses. And it's not to the masses. I mean, let's face it. If yeah, you're yeah. just starting out and you're, you're, you're wholesaling a couple of deals a year, you don't want this. It's not, it's not for it's you. Not got it. it. Yeah, yeah. But the fact is, is that it's only now in the last maybe year or so, is it really starting to gain momentum? Okay. And frankly, this is one of the reasons why I jumped on this so much because I saw the opportunity. That's crazy. It's out there to the real estate investing community and say, look, you're doing it wrong. So then, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, please. Oh, I was just going to ask you, uh, you mentioned who it's not for. Who is it for? I mean, what, what, what is the sort of the perfect scenario, the perfect client for you? I would say that if you are a buy and hold investor and you okay. have rents coming in and you have, you know, I don't know, there's no arbitrary door amount of doors that you have that you yeah, want, yeah. that you, that would make sense to do. It just depends on a lot of issues. Okay. But I would say that you need to be, you, you need to be serious about it. You need to have some serious cash flow coming in. Okay. Uh, for one thing, now, if you're a flipper, like I am, I mean, I was flipping 40 to 50, 80 properties a, a year for years. Okay. And so that's a lot of money coming through the sure. as well. So, yeah, but I mean, 
it just depends on, you know, and it may, for somebody, it may, you know, they may not, they say, man, I'm okay with the taxes, but man, I, I'm carrying such high liability insurances, insurance policies, because I don't yeah. want someone doing a slip and falls or, or a contractor falls off a ladder and then I'm, I'm, I'm you know, they're going to sue me. You know, it depends on what people's priorities are. For me, sure. the fact that I got rid of my $2 million liability policy, which okay. was nice. Yes. And, you know, I, of course, the tax savings was great. So that, that was for me, the clincher. No, that's huge. And right. So everybody's situation is different, but definitely this is not for a newbie uh, no, investor. This is for somebody who's making some money, who's yes. probably paying quite a bit in taxes, wants to save some money in taxes. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and is doing a pretty significant amount of business, right? Yeah. And, and remember, it's not just business. It's also your personal as oh, well. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So it's all, it's all in the same thing. And uh, I mean, I would say that buy and hold, investors are probably more quick to see the value okay because when you tell them hey by the way all your all your rents are are it will not be taxable income what <laughs> okay yeah that's it's huge passive, it's a pass it's passive income in this strategy passive income is not taxed well it's taxed but it's deferred in perpetuity sure that's crazy so let me ask you this so obviously uh do you have many clients that you're working with right now uh you know what we went to vegas uh, in April yeah. <laughs> and we went to a, we went to a non-real estate event. It was okay. a, it was a, it was a, it was an event that was designed to teach people how to put together investment funds. Got it. So, I mean, you're going to find this funny. I went there with a t-shirt, a black t-shirt with white lettering. It says, I don't pay capital gains on the back. It said F star, 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 the IRS. Okay. People were standing in line. Go ahead. I'm, I okay. felt like I was the hottest woman, you know, in, a, in an all-male school. Okay. <laughs> okay. To tell you, they were coming. I never, I spent most of my time outside the, you know, the, 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 the hall where they were doing the, the lectures because everybody wanted to know. I What's mean, I deal? would say yeah. my, partner, my partner and I came back with 50 clients. Wow. Yes. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so the, the point that I was trying to make, and that's crazy. What, what is the, 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 I guess, a result that you got from one of your clients that maybe you weren't expecting? Is there anything that happened that maybe you weren't expecting? You know, for me, the reaction was something that I wasn't expecting. Okay. I was, I kind of logically knew that I saw the value. Yeah. But there was this lingering doubt. Well, the really, really rich people, the guys going there to, to put these 10, 20, 30, 50 million dollar uh, investment funds together. Yeah. Surely they know. And sorry for calling you Shirley, but they, um, <laughs> you know, surely they would know. Yeah, but they don't. They don't. They didn't. That they is so be. crazy. That is yes. okay. That's out yes. there. Nobody knows about it. All right. So there, I mean, I'll just give you an example. Okay. Yeah, there, go ahead. There's, there's a, an investor in Houston. He's, he's just killing it with Airbnbs. Okay. Killing it. Okay. And we made contact with him uh, at a different event, like a couple of months before. And now I met, I, we met him like a week ago okay. and he's just like, he's got his wife coming on board to do this. And he's telling everybody, he's just sending all these people because wow. he's saying, he realized that he would just, you know, he he's making too much money and he didn't want it, you know, and all those Airbnb passive income, no yeah. taxes, you know, so it's like, boom. That is crazy. So, um, and the fact that it's been out there, but nobody knows about it. So it's like a secret hidden in plain sight. Yes. So, so how can people get a hold of you, man? What do, what do they need to do? Uh, how do they reach out to you? Well, what you want to do is uh, you, I do a webinar every Thursday night at seven o'clock Eastern. Okay. You can go to um, 
you could go to, well, you go to my website, which is HTTPS colon, colon, I mean, colon slash slash. And this is going to be a hard one to remember okay. to hell with the I R S. So yeah, why did <laughs> it be so that. difficult to, to come up? I mean, nobody <laughs> will even remember that. And by the way, can you please send me all those links? Can I want to make sure I Absolutely. post some of these? Okay, Absolutely. cool. Yes. Yeah, so right. Go there. Uh, it tells a little bit about what we do. And then there's also a link saying, you know, register for my webinar. Uh, the webinar will go into much more greater detail about how sure. this works. And then you can, you know, you can set up a, a chance, a phone call. We can go over uh, how this would work for you. And if it's a good fit, then we can get yeah. you, you on board. Nice. So is there, just to wrap this up, is there anything that I should have asked that I didn't ask you? I mean, is there something that you need to let people know that we didn't talk about yet? I mean, what, what did I miss? Um, I would say that you're going to get resistance from accountants and attorneys. Of course. Because it puts them out of business. Of course. Yeah. 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 And just because it's always done a certain way doesn't mean that's the way it should be done. Right. You know, and I'm telling you, you never, ever should have to use an LLC or a land trust again, ever. And you then you, this never. is like, this is like, like, uh, what do you, we call it? Conspiracy theory you, you're throwing out here, man. I mean, this is like uh, people's bread and butter. I mean, it's certainly, uh, you know, I, but anyway, it, it's just crazy that, that, that that's out there yeah. and people don't know about it. And right. uh, um, so how quickly... I mean, so, okay, you don't go to your tax attorney or your accountant to, to ask about this. How quickly can they know whether this is going to work for them? I mean, they come to you, you go through the- Come to the webinar. Call. Okay. Come to the webinar. If, it, if you feel like it's, it's a good fit, that you sh it's worth talking about, that we can set up a consultation. Okay. Then you can, we'll, we'll even set you up with a consultation with our, with our trust, our expert at okay. corporate. Uh, someone has been in this for 30 years. Okay. And, um, answer all your questions and, and look at what your business is doing. And sure. then when you say, come on board 30 days, you can have everything set up. Got it. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, man, I, I appreciate uh, uh, your, your time. Um, this obviously is something that's going to take the world by storm. Remember me, uh, you'll still take my calls. Oh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I want to be my biggest cheerleader. So. Hey, I, whatever I can do, uh, I need to get some of those t-shirts and, uh, absolutely. and, uh, <laughs> you should, you should sell them, but, uh, but yeah, thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it. And, um, but I, I certainly don't want to want this to be the last time we talk. So let's, let's talk again soon and uh, keep me posted on the progress and whatever I can do to help, man, I'm, I'm all over it. Okay. I appreciate it. Rufus. Thank you very okay, much. You bet. Take care me. now. All right. Bye now.